Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, Page Dows Pass the Pen. Let's take a listen. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Token Smarties? Rip it. Ooh, let the frogs out. <laughs> Ribbit. 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 Hey. Ribbit. Ribbit. Yes, we need more froggles. Raise your hand, please, if you'd like to come on stage and craft this story. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are here today, gathered at this holy token smart stage to continue writing a crazy story of frogs and kelp smoking tadpoles. Uh, for anybody that's new, of course, just, you know, I wanted to give you a little, little rundown and everybody's welcome. The more, the merrier. We love ideas. You can raise your hand to come on stage and just kind of hang out and chip in. Uh, if you get an idea, you can, uh, in the live chat, I was still over in main chat In live chat, you can offer, uh, ideas or, you know, if we're talking about a scene, a little background or character or any of that. So we love to get suggestions and help crafting this. Um, we'll probably have a couple more people coming and jumping up soon. I think we have Riz coming to join us today, unless something, you know, crazy popped up, like flying over to Spain or France or something. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited for today. Um, the last, you know, the last few weeks have just been pretty incredible, um, creative wise. So. Uh, unless there's some other announcements, uh, we could do a read, a read to get us in the mood, maybe, Mister. Yeah, let's do a read. But uh, first, welcome Molecule. Uh, she's the art uh, behind uh, the fly frogs, or uh, some part of it, uh, if I recall. So we have been joined by uh, the fly frogs. Uh, I do not see Rizzle yet, though. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, Rizzle said he something came up. I think. No worries. I know how that is. Welcome. Love to have you here with us, Molecule. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. So um, let's let's bring everyone up to speed. I did some editing today, and there's there's so this this story is uh, it, it's just you know everything about what we're doing is is shaping up. It, it's like it's a lot of fun. All right. So um. Without further ado, Page Dow times frog, fly frogs, mystery at Castle Frog a lot. The sun rises and light envelops the swamp kingdom on a normal day, a day like any other. 
glistening beams float through the bedroom window of Lord of the Pond's immaculate log castle, Frogalot, thus arousing him from a restless slumber. Lord of the Pond, who has no other name, awakens from a nightmare to fairy floatings within his fancy bedchambers, a bedchamber high above the rest of Flyfrog Swamp, and with a splitting headache. His maid enters, puts on Lord of the Pond's slippers as he farts, ribbits, and wipes sleep boogers from his eyes with his tongue. Lord of the Pond plays a game of Frogger while a servant, Frog, methodically puts on L.O.T.P.'s robe. Then, L.O.T.P. smokes a long toot from a bubble bong and releases an array of pink bubbles into his dawn-regaled chamber. As another of his many servants moves to adorn his neck, quote-unquote, <laughs> with the most important part of his wardrobe, the on-chain, they discover its pendant is missing. Oh, my ribbit. Your on-chain chain. It's off the chain, says a servant. The on-chain chain is off the chain, a serv another servant echoes. The on-chain chain has been changed, cries another. For Rizzle? L-O-T-P replies. My log, the on chain holds the key to uniting all the lily pads in the Met Pond. Without it and all the metadata it holds, we are truly lost. It was the reason for the Great Toad War, he continues. Without it, we could plunge back into chaos, Ribbit. If, if only I could sleep with it. Alas, it aggravates my delicate slimy skin, Ribbit. As the situation sinks into the heavy head of L.O.T.P., he becomes delirious, hopping back and forth with a crazy look in his eyes, nervously ribbiting, shouting, My on-chain ribbit, croak, ribbit, my on-chain ribbit, it's been stolen, croak. Lord of the Pond suddenly has a flashback to his time as commander of Frog Unit 69 in the Great Toad Wars. Gooseberry bombs explode behind his retinas. Frogs are carried legless to medical tents, and he holds the on-chain in his hand as war's carnage finally ceases. They will never know what it was like for us who were there, fighting tongue and wart to protect pond. L.O.T.P. thinks, then announces, We must call the best detective in all of the ponds, Frogue. Detective Frogue was both a captain and a spy in the Great Toad Wars. L.O.T.P. was, at one time or another, his commanding officer. Frog is chosen not for his expertise, but for he and L.O.T.P.'s close relationship to be detective on the case. Ribe, Frog says as he enters, this is the most important case in the history of the Met Pond. The fate of this case could very well determine the future of the entire fly frog swamp. L.O.T.P. starts a tirade of war stories as Frog patiently listens, checking his pocket watch every so often. In fact, L.O.T.P. is always talking, and at great length, about stories from the Great Toad Wars, or he's loquaciously babbling about his many terrible tadpoles. One especially rebellious child, his middle tadpole, Rebel, in a hedonistic, rebellious streak, his oldest, Prince of the Pond, or Junior, is chief suspect due to his mercurial attitude and first, first rights to L.O.T.P.'s throne. 
Another offspring is a hippie tadpole, Roberto, who, standing in stark rebellion of his father's principles, wears a Rasta hat in lieu of a crown. Princess Rebette, his most beautiful daughter, is a singer at the Underpond. A fact LOTP doesn't know of, but would detest if he did. Ribble is a firefighter. So many ulcers, thinks Lord of the Pond, long since having trailed off and mouthing obscenities at a picture in the wall. You're going to give me warts, shouts LOTP. After about 15 minutes of silence, LOTP's contemporaries in service, unaware of LOTP's inner dialogue after he had trailed off in speech several moments earlier, are shocked into presence by his outburst. Two. Later. Frog Police Chief is a kind, sweet man. Sometimes too nice, in fact. A fact agitating Detective Frog, who, all the more, needs him to be assertive in their joint interrogations. I want to interview everyone in the castle. Rebay, says Frog. The investigators invite LOTP's hundreds of servants, chefs, guards, and tadpoles into Castle Froglot's grand ballroom. Very kindly, police chief eyes a large group of tadpoles before inviting each and every member of the castle into a pantry adapted to be an interrogation chamber. This is bulltoed, says Rebel. You're not going to get a fly's wing out of me. Frog crosses his arms as a sarcastic grimace, graces his wide lips. He sips his toadstool matcha. Roberto, a more upstanding young frog, confesses, I'll tell you everything, but I don't know anything. Thank you, Roberto. You can go, says Chief. Frog pushes a coffee cup of slime off of his desk and slaps a fly-sprinkled donut out of Chief's mouth. Ribet! shouts Frog. Not Ribet, Frog. Ribet. You shouldn't be here, Ribet, says LOTP. This is an adult conversation. You're always treating me like a child, says Rebet, who still has her tadpole tail. I wouldn't say spit if I had a mouth full of it, says Prince of the Pond. You will answer this man for the sake of our universe. Lord of the Pond interrupts the police chief, who can't get a word in edgewise. Rogue grows agitated too. Police chief takes a sip of brown water from an upside-down toadstool. Rebet. Prince, it is well known you've been falling in with the wrong crowd for some time now, says Frog. All tadpoles gone through a rebellious era in their development, says the chief. Hold your tongue, you're too soft, says Frog. Slaps the chief with his half-eaten pizza pizza. And I'm not done here, Rebay. This is serious business, Rebay, Rebay, Crocker! That was the last slice of my anchovy and fly special for metamorphosis pizza, says Chief. This is not a night out of the pond. There's a gang in the underbelly of this town with real criminal intent, says Frog. Prince, what do you know about Tadpolian? Been hopping around the pond lately, demands Frog. Three, a flashback of Tadpolian planting the seed. And Prince of the Pond. Your father, he doesn't respect you, says Tadpolium. The secret to his power is the on chain. If something were to happen to, the, to it and you recovered it, you would be a hero. 
what could possibly happen to it? He wears that hunk of junk around his neck from sunrise to sunset. It's only vulnerabilities. He can't sleep with it, Prince of the Pond says. Gives him nightmares or something. I just want to see you get the respect of the frogdom you deserve, Crook, Tadpolian says, which we all know is far from the case right now. The coronation fiasco, it wasn't my fault. I had a stomach bug. Prince of the Pond winces as he recalls being laughed out of his own coronation after having dropped a nervous squirt throne side mid-accolade. It was a bad batch of fried mosquito larvae that gave me that explosive diarrhea. I may have been the first, but I wasn't the only one filling the chamber pots that evening. You're still the laughing stock of the royal family, even if you're first in line to the throne. Crook, says Tadpolian. I think you should leave now, says Prince of the Pond. Prince of the Pond immense to sort out his thoughts by going to the Underpond, a low-key swamp club, to smoke kelp with his buddies. There, at the swamp-famous Underpond Club, a suspicious gang of tadpoles is crooning beneath the street lamp. Hey, Prince, what's up? Says Frog Tony. Yeah, you look a little down, says Jack the Ribbit. Why the wide face? Asks Amphibia. You look a little green under the gills says Jolly Roger, pronounced Raja. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure in being first in line to the throne at Castle Frog a lot, says POTP. Up along, gang. I got something to get this party really started, says Raja. Oh, you got that OG kelp, says Frog Tony. Pinched it from the royal supply replies Raja, glancing at Prince of the Pond. Taking a strip of seaweed in hand, Jolly Raja meticulously sprinkles dry kelp into a line and it's dry. Raja licks the lily pad and rolls a perfect baseball bat-shaped doobie, lights it with a match and puffs until a burning ember appears at its tip. Raja then blows excess ashes from the blunt and passes to his left. Prince of the Pond inhales. I have an idea to get us all the kelp we want and make us famous. <sighs> and flashback. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't be caught squished with that Tadpolian guy, snaps back Prince of the Pond. Then where were you last night? Ribe, says Ass Frog. Rogue, viciously. I was uh, studying photosynthesis in plants at, at night with, uh, with my friends. It's a group project for, for school. Yeah. For science. Class. Detective Frog, now more suspicious, engages in one of his signature tirades, directing his anger, especially at Prince of the Pond. He throws his toadstool mudachino against the pantry's newly installed two-way mirror, leaving a trail of slime and a mess for the maids who usher in immediately forthwith. You're a dirty, stinking, nana, boo-boo-faced liar, prince, shouts Frogue as a tick emerges. Ribay, ribay. Oh, calm down now, Frogue. These kids need to focus on their studies, no matter how suspicious researching photosynthesis at night might be. Did you take any breaks, son? Any breaks at all from your steady group? Where were you studying? Asked police chief. We studied at uh, Amphibia's, 
says Prince of the Pond, knowing amphibious parents with 182 freshly hatched tadpoles could account neither for their presence nor absence. Detective Frog still ends inviting. We're going to interview everyone in your little coterie and find out for sure if you're lying or not. Ribe, says Frogue. Prince of the Pond, now agitated, says, Is that all? I told you everything. I got things to do. He says, turning his eyes and thumbs into his shell phone. We'll leave no toad unturned. We're going to find the on-chain, declares Frogue, blowing bubbles from a wooden pipe. Prince of the Pond storms out of the interrogation, find his friends, and warn them about the situation, followed by several spies at the behest of Rogue. Three. Tadpolian. Tadpolian dreams of his future as leader of the entire swamp. Stars in his eyes. In his vision, he's wearing voxel stripes and military regalia, overseeing lines of hopping frogs while triumphantly blasts from bamboo cannons resound. He's been having these visions for some time now. After a botched juggling exercise resulting in a hatchet to the brain, Tadpolian's personality permanently changed, but is also giving him, given him super frog foresight. Unfortunately, this power has also given him a delusion of grandeur, causing him to imagine everyone except him as having a hatchet in their heads. He licks his eyes. I don't even have to blink anymore. I can lick my eyes for moisture, he says with impenetrable confidence. Tadpole watches POTP storm out of frog a lot and begins his pursuit of who he suspects to hold the on-chain's pendant. Prince of, the pen, Prince of the Pond notices his pursuer and begins running away in one giant hop after another. Tadpolian, with no fear or sense of pain, pursues relentlessly. Get away from me, shouts Prince of the Pond. Give me the chain, says Tadpolian. The scene escalates as Prince of the Pond jumps into James Pond's passing uh, car, or into James Pond's car passing by. James Pond, another member of the gang, speeds off, spraying a barrage of pebbles behind him. Tadpolian ducks into a nearby alleyway, hops into a mega chariot, pulled by a swarm of flies. A roar of buzzing admits from the fly engine as Tadpolian presses the start button, which is a fly's butthole. Tadpolian takes from one side of him a stick of poop and an apple core on it, dangles it in front of the swarm as an equivalent revving sound of excited flies emits. James Pond drives downstairs in a still dewy morning light, jostling his exotic silver Silentia and Nura as Prince bobs and panics in the passenger seat. Tadpolian swings alongside an upscale post-toad war building to cut them off at the end of the alleyway. Alongside, sorry. Instead of James Pond's, instead, James Pond presses a button, giving his protomobile frog legs and leaping them and leaping uh, them above Tadpolian. They land on a lily pad wherein James Pond activates skimmer mode and drives across a wide pool of water. Nice trick, says Tadpolian as he presses a button on the dash labeled sulfurous toxide, thus launching a fart from the hood. Tadpolian's flies are frenzied, whipping him into his seat. 
they're uh, whipping into a seat as an airborne torque hurls them closer to James Bond's car. The chase continues through Five Frog Swamp, through fallen tree limbs, logs, and vines into the snowy region where James Pond activates ski mode. Tadpolian follows through, his, through this tundra and then all the way through the volcanoes until they both. James Pond directs Prince of the Pond to a can of drop box. I've never used this before, says Prince of the Pond as he handles an aerosol compressed air sprayer. Just Aim and press that red button, says James Pond coolly. Prince of the Pond closes his eyes and blasts a torrent of air out of James Pond's Silentia Anura, hitting several bystanders, a mother with a baby in a stroller, a school of tadpoles crossing the street, an elderly couple celebrating their anniversary about to blow out their cake's candles, and a child flying a kite, who is soon being flown by the kite. And finally, knocking down a statue of his father in Flyfrog Square. Through the, through the frog bazaar, James Pond swerves, knocking over crates of seeds, boxes, bo or seeds, fruit, box, box flies, and mosquito paste. Errolly misses a tadpole holding an ice cream cone. The carnage! A female screams. James Pond, with an eking grimace, activates amphibious mode as he and Prince of the Pond turn toward a pool of water. Tadpolian follows. Whilst underwater, the duo duck into a hole. Tadpolian circles around where the two had submerged and shouts obscenities. Toad nabbit, you freaking dorkwads! James Pond card merges in an underground cave. Prince of the Pond exits to arrive at the gang's secret hiding spot. Everyone in Flyfrog Swamp and Froglot has either seen or heard about the chase by now. Prince of the Pond watches the chase recap on television, sinking into a mossy sofa, wishing he were dead. The gang, knowing he would end up in their secret cave, were already waiting for him. We saw the car chase on the news, says Amphibia. At this point, Prince of the Pond spills the beans about the on-chain, pulling its pendant from his pocket. We need to hide out somewhere, says Frog Tony. They hear sirens approaching, but it's already too late. They look out the window and see Lord of the Ponds, Ribbit Royce, parking soon thereafter. He's gonna kill me, says Prince of the Pond, a knock at the door. We gotta get out of here, says Jolly Raja. They look out of their hideout's window again. Now everyone is there, including Lord of the, police, Lord of the Pond, his royal guard, and the police. Another knock at the door, this time harder. Son. You don't know what you have there. You must give it back, says Chief. And whatever you do, don't press the left eye on the on-chain skull pendant for three seconds and don't say the magical words, Ribitus Croci Transportus, says Lord of the Pond. Press the left eye on the chain, says Amphibia. Yeah, yeah, and say those funny words, says Jack the Ribbit. Frog and Chief are, are too gobstrocked by... Lord of the Pond's details instructions speak. Prince of the Pond presses the on-chain skull pendant left eye while whispering, Ribitus Croci Transportus. The whole gang is transported into a voxelized world. Four, Voxelverse.
And that's about it. In the Voxverse, they're going to have an adventure. And they're using the on-chain to escape various dangers. They end up flying into a theater where Ultra Pizza Thrasher dies. That uh, yeah. was incredible, bro. The way you flourish this stuff up is just beyond me. Yeah, incredible. Incredible read-through. Incredible writing. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of us, guys. That's, we, we all helped craft that up. Um, of course, Eric is the you know majestic scribe of of flourishment and, and nourishing the story. Um, so yeah, it's 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 coming along phenomenal. Um, let's see. So we are we are in um, the Voxelverse, I guess now, right? Yeah, and um, we got to detail their adventure. Like, yes, I know I yes. had some editing to do on what i just wrote there's just it's there's a lot <laughs> indeed um so last week i think we when we left off we were kind of talking a little bit about how the frogs might encounter um uh dread pizza roberts and kind of tie in there with the uh, with the nuclear pizza and the economicron and kind of that uh, that side of things from the old uh, you know since we're since we're going into the metaverse metapon kind of grand scheme of things um, and we had left off <clears throat> from Bitlectro with the froggies winking at them uh, I think that you know that could work to kind of bring bring those two together um, I guess we should kind of also somewhat figure out how many or like who in the gang was in the cave that's here so we'll you know it sounds like we have like at least half a dozen frogs with us um so you know kind of figuring out we got tony we got uh amphibia um definitely a a, a little handful more so that you know that'll help us i think figuring out like okay who all's there and then we can come up with some little adventures for them. Uh, I think I like the idea of them, like, um, you know, how um, Dread, Dread Pizza Roberts always had like a favor to ask. I think if, they, if he had a fly problem um, and they just came in and just right away, boom, take out all those flies. And he realizes, you know, they're, they're obviously not just your average frog. They got some, they got some stuff going on. Um, and so that that I think could be a good way to connect uh, connect the dots there. Um, otherwise, it's kind of open oh, an open book as far as you know what kind of mischief they get into and how they escaped and and all that kind of stuff. And and do they even get straight back to um, Frogalot or do they you know in the maybe in a panic of trying to you know transport back they might get actually into some whole new world or something for a, for a bit of the adventure. Well, my question is when they get transported to the Voxelverse, how do they end up in the real world in the theater? Um, so what, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I thought that as they go, I thought that as they got transported, um, basically they wound up at that kind of cut scene where the, um, where the, uh, ultra pizza thrasher die uh, crew was was heading out of the heading out of the theater uh, right at the end there and they see the frog wink thought that could be a good way if they were transported there 
if they hopped into the um the pizza shop in the theater by the arcade then do their little you know fly cleanup dread pizza roberts could notice that there are obviously some very special frogs and have a conversation with them and maybe as a way to get home maybe they have to enter the voxel verse not necessarily like you know exactly um ultra pizza thrasher die levels but you know that might be something that um the dread pizza roberts could help them with you know their next transport but you know either warning them that it's not an exact science or like i think you will have to travel through you know this voxel verse world to be able to uh you know make a full transit home like you wouldn't necessarily just be able to jump always from point a to point b you might have to go to a world where there's a portal that leads directly to frog a lot maybe there you, you know it's like you can't get there from here sorry <laughs> you got to go uh over yonder first and then you can find the the secret door to get you home okay so um all right so in mid transport they're um they're interrupted into a reality they had never been confronted that's the irl um right all these big humans around and weird uh, so we're not going to detail each uh voxel verse that they they are transported to it's like they they land in one and they're like oh my god transport us blah 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 you know and they say the magic yeah yeah totally i think that totally works because they're they have no idea what they're getting into really they're just like you know some teenagers trying to get out of a troubled spot and they've got this magic pendant so they're (laughs) i love how he's like whatever you do don't say these magic words and press the left eye um perfect so yeah i think maybe they go through a couple of crazy jumps um and and it's kind of like you know too whatever too overwhelming too scary and and you know one of them can be like do it again do it again and so they maybe make a couple jumps until they land uh in the the irl of uh ultra pizza thrasher die see the see the like punk kids some for some reason they feel more of a connection there and so you know they do the wink maybe they smell the pizza and flies or something and they go in and of course everybody uh, you know molecule anybody in the audience uh we are in the stage today so you know you you will have to like request to come up but if anybody does want to come up and add to the story uh, just raise your hand and we can just bring you right up on stage and you don't have to you know talk the whole time or anything but if you do have an idea you want to share that way you can uh, raise your hand and also you can just drop stuff in the old live chat yeah, I love the enthusiasm, guys. Uh, Molecule, how are you liking it? Um, is this uh, the first uh, Pass the Pin that you've heard featuring the, the Fly Frogs collection, or have you been listening in the last couple weeks? This is my first Pass the Pin, so this is awesome. I'm blown away with the quality, and the, I'm, in, I'm in that world. All right, nice. Very yeah, cool. well, love to get any of your thoughts on this. You know, it probably takes a, a little bit to try and Mm, soak in that whole crazy story but the idea is that you know this the on-chain chain is basically uh this key to kind of uniting all the the different metaverses um 
which they're, I think, calling the Meta Pond. And so that was, uh, you know, the reason of the giant toad wars was they needed to secure that to secure their, you know, world because um, the toads were going to, gonna you know, try and take over and rule everybody with iron fist. And, and froggies like their freedom. So, you know, that's kind of some backstory. We did have a uh, Electro Labs was on and we came up with this whole crazy story where these punk rock band kids get sucked into a video game and they go through all these levels and they finally, you know, beat the, the end guys and, and get back. So at the end of that story, they left the movie theater, which is where the arcade was, where they got sucked into the game. And as they were leaving, some frogs jumped up on the sidewalk and they, you know, it was like, oh, watch out, don't step on those frogs. And then someone else was like, I think that frog winked at me. So we kind of, we knew you guys were coming on and we wanted to give a little kind of opening to to have it like, uh, you know, kind of like Marvel wide, like, you know, story where you can cross these worlds. So that's kind of where we're getting to uh, is that kind of world crossing moment. Got it. Very cool. Okay, I'm going to check the chat. So if we've got anything in there. Okay, Eric's taking five. So let's, uh, let's see. I, anybody have an idea for a kind of voxely uh, world that they could they could jump into uh, or any kind of world that they could jump into and get so spooked that they would want to instantly try the transport again and kind of roll the dice? Man, easy. I actually do have kind of a weird idea here. Um, okay. A couple of weeks ago during the Luna crash, I, I thought it would be fun to fuck around and get some NFTs on Luna. Um, and so I went and got like a million Luna tokens for like 10 bucks or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and I bought like some uh, Voxa meta builder tokens. And so what I think would be kind of hilarious would be to kind of take like the, uh, the world of the Voxa meta builders, because I, I think it basically ended you know, during the Luna thing, like you can't even trade these things anymore, you know? Oh, so it's all the world is like crashing down around them as the token crashes or something. Yeah, buddy. And and they're, okay. they're like, oh, no, like all these collections are going to go offline. We got to get out of Luna. We got to go somewhere else. And um, so maybe they like become sandbox type avatars and they go from like, uh, you know, so maybe Luna to Ethereum or something. Or they can, they can go into literally sandbox at like Snoop's spot, and that's how Snoop could get tied. Oh, into that stories. would be dope, dude. Because nice. he's tied in too. So what if they go to Luna and there's like they could land on like a a, a main street. <clears throat> Maybe there's a giant giant like television screen that's giving the news of the crash and how it's like you know uh, imminent destruction of the world and all these NFTs and all these characters are blipping out of existence and going offline and buildings are crashing down around them and they're like oh shit i think we gotta hop out of here and so they scramble to do a switch maybe that's you know maybe they go to like sandbox and they're you know they actually land in like snoop's club and they're like whoa this is more like it and they could maybe you know meet snoop somehow tell him what's going on because he seems kind of like a wise old dude and uh Maybe he even suggests that they move along, or maybe he comes with them or something like that. And he brings a big old bag and it transforms to kelp when they get back to the pond or something. But that could be a way to tie in, tie in snow. Oh, dude, I, I love that. 
Yeah, so so it's like uh, like now they even have a reason to give him the on chain chain. You know, he's like, hey, I know how to work that. You know, I'll take you back right. to your reality. Ooh, and, so and they then give it they to just, him, and then he just like blips out with it afterwards or something. Or he could he could he could you know say he's heard the legends and stuff, and so he volunteers to you know come with them, and then maybe they jump to. Um, although we'd have to work in how he would fit in if they go to we could also do it in the order of maybe they go to the Lunaverse, it's crashing down around them, they jump out of there, maybe they go to the Pizza Thrasher die, meet up with um um Dread Pizza Roberts, and he has heard this, you know, legend prophecy. And so he sends them to Sandbox where they meet Snoop and then get back. Versus trying to bring Snoop into that, uh, into Pizza like Thrasher. Say like the uh, make because the the world crashing around them uh, is like inherently bad, and you got to return the like they have the on the good guys have the on chain, so there has to be like a, a nemesis, or there could be a nemesis. Uh, there doesn't have to be. It's just a suggestion. But um, what if we called them like rug pullers? Like rug pullers are attacking. Oh yeah, I like working in the old rug pull. So um, they could land in like a giant like rug bazaar. <laughs> oh yeah, and like when when one of the NFTs hits the rug, it gets like banished or something. So it's all just kind of one big silly metaphor, right? You could have, or you could have, yeah, you could have like rogue flying carpet rugs going around and just like smashing through. You know, yeah, like gobbling spaces and shit. Yeah, yeah, just just like literally, like you know, they grab onto someone and they just pop into a bunch of pixels or something. You know. Okay, so um, I like that. I love that the the, the rug rugs are like uh almost sentient, but but can we have like uh rug pullers be like bros or like uh Nigerian princes or something? I think Nigerian <laughs> would be pretty fun. <laughs> that's pretty good so there would be like a a a gang kind of of these rug pullers that are just trying to pull all the value out of like anything they touch could still work in maybe like a, a a news segment on the television so that we're able to tell some backstory kind of quick or like a newspaper on the ground or something and they see the headline or or something like that to kind of quickly give that um background of you know they just landed in this like lunaverse and they don't know what's going on but you know they they you know hear see on the news or something the you know a frantic uh reporter being like the crashes you know the the luna crashes i don't know been uh is catastrophic looks like there'll be no recovery like you know they'll hold your little ones Spend what little time you have. <laughs> like entire collections are going dark. Yeah, yeah, total full on emergency broadcast. Um, you know, they're like hopping around, avoiding these crazy rugs that are just like exploding NFTs and disappearing collections, and you know, buildings can start crashing down, and and that's when they know they got to get out of there, and they they blip, blip out. Oh, let me just go back to the chat. This is a uh, pretty epic. 
All right. So um, they use the on-chain, then they end up in the IRL. They follow some flies in the theater where all, the theater where Alter Pizza Thrasher die is. They hop past uh, the bass player, I'm winking at him, and eventually consort with Dread Pirate Roberts about a prophecy to unite all the metaverses, but not before relieving him of his fly infestation. Uh, Dread Pirate Roberts yes. brings them into the on-chain uh which we don't have the legend of the on-chain what i think when you were in the bathroom what we were talking about too is before they get to um ultra pizza thrash or die world <clears throat> or the irl they would hop into this lunaverse which is totally crashing so they get thrown oh, into this yeah, crazy yeah, totally situation yeah I, so I, then I, they I jump to yeah so then they would jump to uh ultra pizza thrash or die have their interaction with Dread Pizza Roberts, um, maybe in, you know, the Economicron or, or he, he's heard of this um, prophecy. And then, you know, when they sent him out, they could land in Sandbox and have some Snoop interaction. And, and Snoop could either, you know, kind of join the adventure or like somehow like last minute sort of follow them, jump into the like, you know, their little zone of transport. Um, but yeah, so... Let's see. We've got we've got the big rug coming in Lunaverse with a gang of ruggers. Maybe yeah. Maybe the the like the baddies there are you know flying around on flying carpets or something. Oh yeah, we're gonna milk the carpet metaphor. Anyone, if you have a little idea, a name for you know a good bad guy character or part of their gang that's rugging people, you have a little you know, cut scene in your mind that would be really funny or, you know, uh, part of like the, the news announcement, anything, anything you want to share. Uh, wait, um, so like they, they go from the regular world, they go from Luniverse, they're venturing to Luniverse and then they go, they transport to the real, to the IRL where they meet uh, yeah. to Dread Pizza Roberts and then they go to Sandbox. That's what we were thinking. If they went from Sam, if they went from IRL, uh, you know, with with Dread Pizza Roberts, instead of going like straight home, if they got sent to Sandbox, like maybe even says like, "Well, you can't get there from here, but I think I know where you need to go." And so, you know, he they can do a little like research or whatever. He figures it out, sends them to Sandbox. They land boom in like Snoop's club, and just like. You know, it would be like a really cool, like for them, they're like, this is awesome. And then, you know, they're kind of maybe even tempted to like stay because there's like, you know, hip hop music and big old blunts getting passed around. And like, you know, it's it's like a, a, a pretty dope spot. But, uh, you know, at least maybe uh, and maybe it's Prince of the Pond himself is the one that's like, you know, instead of staying here and partying, we have to save the kingdom like, you know. Um, he feels that uh, loyalty to, to um, you know, Lord of the Pond and, and his people. He's finally maturing a little through his, like, close calls and, and these adventures. Okay. Um, and uh, Lord of the Pond has contracted an irrecoverable case of terminal dry eyes. Uh, add more pressure to... Yes, because he is next in line and even like you know maybe maybe snoop would even give them like you know 
some kind of almost fatherly advice of like, of course you can stay here as long as you want, but sounds like your people are in trouble. He could even then offer to go with them or something. And that's how he could tag along. How do they hear about the, um, the Lord of the Pond contracting this? Oh, um, well, what if it was, what if it's not public at all, but uh, Prince of the Pond knows because, uh, and there could even be a little flashback there or something. He looks you know, into the eye of the on-chain. Oh, or, or he could have some kind of vision from the on-chain. Yes, the on-chain shows him glimpses of what's happening back home. Maybe something like that. And yeah, so and every right once eye, in a while. They have to rub the left eye. Right, right. So he could just be looking at it, you know, like contemplating life and everything. And it, it, it like as he makes like full on direct eye contact, it basically gives him like a vision. Um, and he sees like the chaos back home and everything's falling apart. And like, uh, you know, yeah, uh, Lord, of the, Lord of the Pond has, you know, contracted a severe, severe uh, dry eye from like all the stress and, and you know, other Maybe there's even like a, an uprising, like um, uh, Tadpoleon could also be like, you know, his faction could be growing and he could kind of see like, you know, all these, all these problems starting and basically his fault. Oh, what if jumping through um, the metaverse and the IRL has distorted their time? So when they get back, it's like way, way later. Ooh. Yeah, that that throws some that's a interesting uh mix of like the time dilation. Yeah. And he could he could in maybe in his visions he could be like what the hell is going on? Like how is that even possible? We've only been gone a day and uh you know either maybe he asks Dread Pizza Roberts, maybe he's already seen a vision. Maybe he sees one when they get there or something. Um, while, while everybody's talking, he could just be staring at the on-chain chain and he has this vision and then, you know, he could mention it and, and, um, Dread Pizza Roberts could be, you know, could explain the whole like time dilation thing that can happen between, uh, different, you know, metaversals. Time dilation. Snoop's, Snoop's more of a, a cameo at the underpond. And then that's where we'll also have like we'll just throw it in there that the the big pad big pad voodoo patties mm-hmm. are playing. And then um I wrote a little rap that's like Rizzle Rizzle, what's your dizzle? So it's got Rizzle in there too. Nice. And maybe like I mean I know we had we had, had earlier that uh, they they basically trade the on-chain chain to Snoop for a big bag of kelp, but that doesn't necessarily have to stand since we have this um, this part of the story now where they go to, to Snoop's spot in, in Sandbox. Maybe, you know, either he, like, affects them enough to be, like, super trustworthy and they let him be the one holding the chain, or maybe, you know for his help going back they you know he's like you know he's got a lot of other big chains so he wants to rock that so no there's got to be a way to kind of work that in uh some angle of of him uh being like a chain maybe the power was with him all along oh 
and some for some reason they don't even need the actual on-chain chain anymore because it's now within them. Just an idea. Oh no, that's an awesome idea. It would be cool to have Snoop be like kind of like a you know like a a prophet of sorts or something, or like a, you know he he has some kind of deep mystical powers because he's smoked so after much. The, yeah, after they smoke the weed. <laughs> they're like oh we got the power like they look at their fingers like you see auras and stuff oh yeah he busts out like the like the most crazy secret dankest chronic ever to be produced or something and it gives and it like kind of gives them all like a a bit of you know how um they had the the psychic connection in ultra pizza thrasher die um you know, it wouldn't have to necessarily be that, but like that, the the weed could be so strong that it kind of gives them that type of connection where they're like super interconnected, really vibing off each other, and like it, it could somehow manifest that Snoop is like just like almost you know like a wizard or something. Um, what if uh, they became like a super frog team, like teenage psychic uh, battle frogs or something like? Ninja Turtles, but like frogs. Right, right. Uh, teenage psychic froggy powers. Um, teenage psychic. It has to be like yo- yoga froggies or something. Teenage psychic yoga froggies. Yoga froggies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. It's like, you know, not ninjas. It's like um, Tai Chi froggies or something. <laughs> teenage okay. psychic. Um. Rasta froggies. <laughs> Rasta froggies works. I hate that that works. <laughs> Teenage um, psychic Rasta froggies. Froggies to the rescue. Froggy power. But if they were gangster froggies, Dragonite. Dragonite seems to like battle frogs. Well, Teenage um, psychic battle froggies. <laughs> Doesn't roll off the tongue exactly like the uh, the song, but I think where you know that's let's let's take a few notes here. One of these will will sink in and click, I'm sure. And I like that the chain is uh, kind of more of a representation of that power. Yes, it it is it is a powerful right. emblem and um, uh, piece, but maybe in that like deep state state they get to they realize that that power is like in, you know, in all of us. And like, it's just about like connecting to that source energy level. And maybe Snoop is like, you know, kind of like shaman type role. Bringing the shaman noodles. Oh yeah. So, um, and now, uh, so so, how about uh, now? Because we have in here that that Tadpolian steals the chain, um, but we don't have to go with that because now now the chain's less charged. But Tadpolian could steal the chain chain, and they could like banish him. To, oh, um, well, if he if he steals the chain, but they've already gone through this kind of transformation, and they've gotten this kind of grand knowledge <clears throat> that. Even though, you know, maybe when they get back, if Tadpolian is the one that like intercepts and steals the chain um, and and Lord of the Pond is freaking out and everyone's freaking out and they're like 
on our journey, we learned that we all have the power of the on-chain chain. And like they somehow form a mystical circle with Snoop and smoke a big blunt and like, I don't know, like transport Tadpolian to like right there or something. Okay, so Snoop is transported back to the pond. That was kind of how we were thinking of getting him to the pond since he was going to do that show at the underpond. Oh, okay. With Rabat. Yeah, bringing it full circle, baby. Yeah, I feel like this is really like tying it up. Like we're not going to get it done today, but like next week we could probably tie this up. It's yeah, it's definitely like all these pieces are are totally starting to fit together. I definitely think the um you know the the dialogue and like part of the adventure they have um with uh you know in in IRL at the at the pizza spot with Dread Pizza Roberts will be pretty important um and uh, I think you know it'll be a lot of fun to kind of come up with the crazy shit that happens while they're in the uh the Luna Lunaverse we might even get to tie this up today holy shit um so they they take Snoop Dogg play at the Meta Pond there's there's no way that I'm going to edit it today but like no, no, but these are good. These are like solid story chunks here. Yeah. And I see that Dylan had put in a really good one. Um, teenage gangsta yoga teddies. Uh, I like the psychic in it. Teenage psychic gangsta teddies. Teenage psychic gangsta teddies, maybe. No, I'm going to take it down. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's in the mix of what we're gonna um so if, if we come back next week and we're hanging out let's um maybe we could just like go throughout the story and what i what i was finding is like things that uh we could like farm out uh, not necessarily farm out but but get the the like people love to name things so if we go back through and we kind of do an ad, ad lib of maybe how many kids like the prince of the or lord of the pond had or like what was the name of the teenage gangster yoga tatties and yeah like some little punch-ups for scenes and and names and stuff yeah um i like it we could give some homework for people to kind of like you know think of think of names and and uh or like little cutscenes from you know the 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 great rugging. Okay, so um, I I would say that that is pretty much done. Like all we need to do is like um, uh, well we do. We also need like uh uh, like I feel like we've gotten the majority from when they transport to when they get back. But I think that that like final, uh, you know, the the kind of closure will probably, you know, be like a, you know, a fairly good chunk of an episode. It'd be nice to to have uh, Riz here for the for the finale as well. Um, yeah. But I think we're getting, yeah, we're definitely getting close to like having all the all the parts down. Um, you know, we've got like a half hour left today. Should we jump into one of these, um, you know, one of these worlds and and sort of try and get some uh, some cool little crazy scenes and stuff, a little more yeah, fleshed yeah. out? Okay. 
So I guess first off, they go to the Lunaverse. Or what were you going to say? I was just going to say to Yoga or to Dylan, I like um, the the uh, yoga because it's so benign. Like it, gangsters aggressive, psychos aggressive, and like ninjas kind of aggressive too. But if it's like yoga, it's kind of make it's poking fun. Totally. Like, these teens that they go like they're superheroes they go around and beat up people but it's like in real life it's like super violent like so dangerous and so we we just played it down just to make fun of like how violent and dangerous because like in our society it seems that we're moving away from violence even though it's still happening like we're we're collectively talking about it and be like we don't we don't like violence yeah they're like these i mean it's just a funny a funny funny uh kind of visual any way you think of like yoga the yoga wars or something you know? <laughs> <laughs> the breath war okay so in the voxel verse they have an adventure each verse they land in is worse than the last they keep rubbing the eye and saying magic words until finally they arrive in luna what are some other uh like places that hold the rug so that we can um, specify oh that's that's good if they like hit like multiple rugged worlds um let's see there's got to be some like good the, uh the yeti verse collapse like well yeti's always sort of always been just like terrible they didn't really get rugged but it just never picked up anything at all i remember it would be kind of funny to go to you to Yeti verse and it's just like super empty and they're like, uh nothing going on here and they just like hop <laughs> along. <laughs> but there's it's like there. what was that? There was a big one that was like a gaming mechaverse or something. What was that one? That got like super hype and price went up. I don't know if they I think it was a rug pull. Um yeah, I think it was mechaverse. I think so. It, yeah, but wouldn't it be funny if they like went and it was like, oh, cool, mechas, you know, and like they get in, but like they don't work or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it just looks like a mecha. It doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> this thing could get us around. And it's like all just like plastic and cardboard. They like press buttons and they just like fall off. <laughs> Let's see other great rugged projects. There should be a list of rugged projects. Um, oh yeah, they could go to Decentraland, but they'd be lonely sharded. But I do really like this idea of of uh, on rugged projects. I can't believe I'm kind of having a blank on thinking of rugs. I mean, rugged makes me think of Twitter Spaces now. You know, like maybe they go on Twitter, <laughs> they like can't talk to one guy or something. Um. Uh, there's a a coin called diarrhea coin that that wasn't really a universe. Um, yeah, it, it is weird that we can't think of any like rug pulled. Like, there was there like four rug pulls or something, and all of a sudden, like the whole cryptoverse is like full of nefarious gangster people who are only on the blockchain to for black market reasons. 
Oh, what if one of them says something about MetaMask and a ton of bots like show up and they're all malicious or something? Uh, I like the bot bot attack kind of theme. Um, like MetaMask doesn't have any. It's not like a, a cartoon universe. It's almost almost would be more like if they somehow came into like a Discord or something. I, I like that. <laughs> like, I got ha- my MetaMask got hacked, so I think it's really a great idea to poke poke fun at MetaMask, and I want to know exactly how to do that. Well, on Twitter, if you tweet the word MetaMask, you'll you'll be shocked by how many bots show up trying to, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> click on their links and stuff. You know, it's like, please send me a DM. I'm MetaMask support or whatever. You know, and it's of course a fake account and everything's misspelled. And you know, if you actually click on it, they'll you know steal your most valuable NFT or some shit. Oh, maybe I'm trying to think of how it would work. If there was like, um, oh, dude, what if the bot like world into, with, yeah, the world and was like stealing like these people's NFT or these NFTs, you know, you like it wouldn't be owned by anybody and nobody would know why it would happen, but you'd like be looking at an NFT and then it would just be whoosh, whisked off somewhere else, you know. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what like kind of. Uh, visual world like what setting we could give where there would be like links popping up all over the place and like wallets getting emptied and... i don't know how to visually represent the wallets getting emptied necessarily but you could you could easily see some of this in crypto voxels i, I think they, there's uh you know there's a bunch of different ways that you can show like the content of a web browser in world there um, and so, like, what if there was, like, a browser window that was open and, like, all these bots were, you know, just these little robot-looking things were crawling out of it and, like, going and, like, snagging, like, NFTs and whisking them back through the portal or something? Oh, if they're, um, the portals that they created, they're being followed by bots, like, every time that they warped. I like that. And they would have Bot. um, fox masks. Oh, dude. <laughs> Little fox, fox ma- mask, little like spidery bots that like sneak through the little like portal remnants. Remnants. Yeah. yeah, don't interact with those. Those aren't uh, really remnants. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Someone should maybe maybe if if uh, if the bots were come in. After they've linked with Snoop, maybe he would, you know, he could know and be like, don't touch those bots and like be like stomping them. I don't know. Because somehow yeah, I mean, someone's got to know. If it's destroying all the worlds that they've visited after they leave, this probably is true. <laughs> okay. So, what if, how about this? What if the, you know, they do a couple quick jumps of just like, you know, a couple quick jumps of kind of mayhem um, that I, I don't think we'd have to get super in depth with just some like chaos. And then when they land in the Lunaverse and it's the big rugging and everything's collapsing it, there, you could have bots like just coming out of the woodwork, too. Um, and so there's these little bots, you know, just disappearing stuff, emptying whole like, you know, 
they could be like out front of a museum or something and the whole thing just gets like sucked into a, you know maw of one of these fox spider bots or something um and then they get you know from from there where they spent a little more time they start getting followed by by these these bots uh, i guess that way then when they go uh if they were if they were showing up uh irl at the at the nuclear pizza um dread pizza roberts would definitely know all about bots he could even tell them something like it's you know your 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 time is getting short with the amount of bots that are uh you know uh creeping in or something oh maybe they have to when they when they get home everything you know because of the time dilation everything's super crazy you've got tad polian with his like you know gangs trying to take over and and lord of the pond is super sick and like you know maybe they're trying to get back before the bots can like get in and race havoc there so when they get there the bots could also come into play and they could have to do some like you know ceremony um to you know to rectify the like tears in space time uh, that were created from all these jumps and stuff or like solidify the the bridges between worlds but somehow blocking out the yeah yeah like they you know they join join forces use their newfound understanding and like psychic powers that the super dank that um that snoop has helps them tap into and they have to like seal off like basically getting the you know the security tight like they have to like seal off these um entrances where bots could like crack through um i i've had this uh this vision lately of uh like everybody who who does something wrong you know we've created our entire system around like crime and punishment which is fair but now we're approaching like a more psychic and connected space in in history uh so if they instead of people who do wrong like later on getting that something you know some if you do something bad something bad is going to happen to you type karma right um, if, if they use like this uh psychic power of insta karma and so whenever a bot starts hurting someone they immediately get something take for, taken from them or they immediately get hurt and um the way that maybe the the frogs do this is like they create like a magic circle to protect the swamp but the magic circle uh unites everyone uh, in the swamp under the same umbrella even uh tadpolian who immediately feels super bad for what he's done okay i like that so they basically like close the circle of of you know energy and are, are able to um unite the whole like frogdom yeah now they would then it would have solved the the this on-chain toad wars i think that could work the on-chain debacle of well i don't know what time setting this would be it definitely would go down in legend history it's like a it's like a code it's like bad code like the the rope the bots now are encoded with a a glitch that whenever they take something or they crush something something of theirs is crushed yeah they basically need to make like an energetic firewall kind of thing 
energy firewall to lock these to lock these bots out but first they have to like deal with the situation at hand and it all kind of links together there's no way to gain if they're stealing all right um i i always like your dialogue easy and um there's something like whenever stoop dog teaches them like uh about um the the on-chain being like kind of inside them the whole time mm-hmm. um like what is something that that they would say snoop snoop would be like yo 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 my taddies you gotta get centered all this chaos in the world it don't mean nothing if you control your own reaction to it you know he's he, he drops some knowledge on them and be like maybe he also would mention uh some kind of like oh like he'd he'd been to you know um like a monastery for training or something he'd be like back in the buddhist temple we were taught we are all one we have the power of creation within us you know some shit like that and then while they're obviously super super stoned and they've been passing this extremely powerful doobie around they're all just kind of like uh tuning into this like enlightened oneness um where everything is basically accessible through you know the the energy or or soul that, that we carry so i think he yeah a little like uh you know kind of like older wise take on it coming from snoop would work but yeah i think he'd he'd basically be like you know yo my young taddies you gotta focus balance find your center once order is created from chaos can't go back that's good in our one sort is created from chaos in our expanding universe. Yeah, it can't go back, and we all have the power now. Blockchain. I don't know. Yeah, let's stop there. Um. This is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he if he kind of finishes up with something about, you know, basically the power is within all of us and and that and then they're able to with their with their um thoughts, with their um not meaning, but um they're able to know that they're gonna jump back to the pond on this jump because that's what they're you know focusing on they're they're able to like really get zenned out and like use their thought as you know a, a driver to this like magic technology all right i want to go to what phil d said um we're gonna go right back i was distracted by what phil d said so snoop what, what did you what did you just say because his is written down <laughs> Um, I was saying, oh, so with like after this super wise little kind of uh, 
pep talk from Snoop as they're getting more and more stone passing this joint around. Uh, they're, you know, they're realizing they're all like super connected. They're vibing on that level. They're understanding what Snoop is, you know, kind of trying to tell them. And with their like, you know, determined focus, um, they're able to, you know, really know 100 percent that this is the you know, that this is the jump that's taking them back home to the pond. Um, you know, they're they're basically like mm, manifesting this. Right. Yeah. So instead of just a wild jump, like all the others have been where they're like, you know, kind of freaking out, stuff's blowing up and they're just hitting the button saying the words. Now they have the understanding that the chain is just like this little tool helper, you know, like even they could do it without the chain. Maybe they're not, you know, um, maybe they're maybe, oh, this works perfect because they're not quite there that they believe they could do it without the chain, but they understand that like all this power, like all this is within all of us. And so they're able to, you know, manifest with their intention uh, that they go to the pond. And then through being able to do that and have that kind of effect, uh, they, they realize deeper when Tadpolian steals the on-chain chain when they get back that that doesn't really matter much. You know, it takes them a little bit more adventure, but then at the end, they can kind of realize that they've had this power all along. It's just about, you know, kind of finding it. Um, and so they're able to join hands there. They close the circle. They, uh, you know, transport Tadpolian and his lackeys, boom, right into the middle of the circle at the castle and are able to take back the on-chain chain, give it to Lord of the Pond, boom. Okay, so the, um, well, the bots have stolen the on-chain chain. I'm going to go. Oh, okay, yeah. Saying, like, in Sandbox, as soon as they arrive in Sandbox, the bots steal the on-chain chain and then use like it, it. Uh, because it turns out that the bots are at the behest of Tadpolian. So Ooh, they're the hack. They're the malicious code. They're the hack that he's been like tied into all along. They're called the hatchet. Yes. The hatchet. <laughs> the hatchet. Um, dope. So okay, so after they get to to Snoops and when they're basically like, you know, kind of figuring out this shit more the bots would actually get the on-chain chain and, and vanish. And so instead of having them come to the realization that, that all the powers inside them back at pond a lot, they would, you know, reach that state there with Snoop and be able to transport without it. Okay. All right. So they, um, yeah, I'll arrange it so that they arrive at the, at the, um, that the, on, at, at the, the underpond uh trade the chain to snoop and then some bots jump at, like through the trail after snoop does all his things uh or no um somewhere in there i'll arrange it so that it makes sense cool. um oh see you later molecule thanks for coming thanks so much for hanging yeah i love your project ribbit yeah it looks like next ribbit. week we'll be putting on finishing touches and and like probably get this wrapped up yeah That's hey molecule incredible. if you're if you're still in the house like um we need some uh cover art for this i i could do it oh yes you can too all right and if not uh no big deal but I, I, like i've been working on 
like I don't know if anyone knows this, but I've gotten pretty good at 3D lately. Um, so oh, yeah. I did like a, a shark for uh, for Dylan. He requested like a year ago, and be <laughs> um, like I've, I've been getting much much better. And even with the the Po app dot uh, gg, like they uh, helped me. But it I started this file a year ago. I'm sending it right now. It's compressing. So you said I requested that shark at some point? Yeah, you, you said, um, I don't know how my audio just, can you hear me still? Yeah, yeah you it's a little different. I just can't remember that. I'm sorry. <laughs> my audio somehow switched to this chat, so I, I, I don't know. We still hear you. I, just, I can't hear anyone. If you guys can hear me, say in the chat. Oh, geez. I was muted. Yeah, I was talking like... Man, I was talking for so long. I was saying, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I, one idea I had said was it would be cool to have uh, maybe like at the at the back of the book or something like that. If we had um, the characters, like the frogs that inspired. So we have a bunch of these that are like basically based off real frogs. Uh, so it'd be cool to have like a little bio in there, the NFT uh, that like is like, you know, here's Tadpolian, here's Prince of the Pond, here's, you know these these nfts that helped inspire this story um and then uh what was the other one? Oh, it's always been been really cool for some of those i don't know if you guys have all been to some of the live um frog drawing sessions so maybe something like that and then maybe the maybe the cover is like you're saying like a a really cool 3d um froggle that, that you bust out Heck yeah i like it i'm gonna like I loved doing Alter Pizza, like Thrasher Die. I learned a lot while I was making that. That turned out so awesome too. Oh, yeah, it's it's so nice to like have a group of people to like marvel like collectively at this stuff too. Um, imagine I one day like IRL. Like I was gonna, I was just saying. Imagine one day, Page Dow is like you know the bags are just too heavy to carry in a wheelbarrow and we're creating so much and there's like a team of animators and game builders and so we go back to the old early days of ultra pizza thrash or die and we get a game made about it and then it ships in like a little um like a like a kind of mini um arcade but it's the actual 3d one you designed yeah um a little, and, little prophesizing yeah, uh, I feel like like this this is I don't know, like I had to go back to when I was a kid to to get um to get happy man. Like so the mm -hmm. ideas that we're coming with up with now because we're not always going to be in the same place. We're going to go through a lot of stuff and we're probably totally. there's probably going to be times where we don't don't talk a lot. There's potentially times where we talk about a lot. Um I don't want to say probably because I, I, I like this. I, I want to keep this going as much as possible. But like you know, oh, yeah. working like Captain Blue, I'm, I'm and yeah, yeah. Thing you know, people <clears throat> fire up their own big projects and stuff, and you kind of like you know, it's it's interesting because having you know been been in the space a while, you definitely have like these. It's like tides kind of it's like the market everything goes in these cycles and so yeah you know you'll you'll be with a group of people working on something and you know maybe that pans out really well or doesn't pan out so well and either or people you know kind of go out on their adventures and then come back and 
Uh, it's just, it's just a, a wild ride and you never know what's going to happen. But I do think, you know, at some point we're going to come look back on these and be like, Oh my God, those days were so fun. And now we can turn these uh, old past the pens into animated, you know, short films or whatever it is. Um, something like that is possible for sure. Heck yeah. Um, in my, my comic books, whenever, uh, like I, I get wishes sometimes. So like I caught a leprechaun once, uh, and I got a cu- couple wishes and these worked in real life It's the weirdest thing. That's nice. why I'm like addicted to working on comic books because it affects my IRL. And, uh, I got this ring yesterday, which is the ring of three wishes. And, um, my second wish, uh, my first wish was for a studio so that we could all work together. Um, and my second wish was for infinite rings because you can you, you, can't, you can't ask for infinite wishes but you can ask for infinite rings nice and so uh that's that'll come full circle eventually dope um, yeah this uh like i'm just I'm, I'm developing so much creatively with y'all and uh, like it, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I love you guys. I it's, love you. Yeah, love you too. The space, being able to do this together on the weekly is so, um, yeah, so beneficial for just like keeping those creative juices flowing, whether it's for, you know, um, people's writing habits or, or freestyling <clears throat> or even just, you know, so it's brain exercise. Yeah, you know, or when little, we're stuck. Right? Like, um it, like we just step in here like i was i was stuck uh this winter and then uh, i think it was it might have been andy borwall um who wrote who, uh dylan who did the whippy comic james cowan is the one who's working on the james, whippy comic james, james yeah. cowan yeah i started uh coloring his whippy comic and it took me like right back into the comic universe and nice. that solidifies for me that when we're working on this stuff we're not alone true like even if yeah, i agree i feel like uh you well, you remember the uh the akash from uh like like early 2020 remember talking about the akash oh yeah was, or 2021 that's when that was but uh yeah what a cool concept you know it's like the the more uh connected we get like the uh i don't, I don't know it's like, like things change and kind of like evolve and like we just get better at like uh i guess coordinating you know, yeah, um, sapiens, yeah, totally, yeah, it's really cool. We we want everyone to reach a certain threshold. We want to keep bringing them up, right? And the yeah, biggest problem we have to, right now. In his, I mean, his. to share, yeah, to share this experience is you know that's that's why we're passing the pen around versus just holding one at home and writing in your you know. Uh, poem book or or diary or story or comic or you know your 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 rap book um so yeah really we do you know we we love 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 that everybody comes and hangs out um but we love it even more when you get involved and you know no nothing no idea is is too crazy or or stupid or anything like that so just please know that you're you know you're not going to get ridiculed or anything. Maybe not, you know, not every idea can fit in, but sometimes those ideas spark another idea that, you know, like the evolution we're talking about as we, we evolve, the stories evolve. Like Phil Deezer earlier, what he said. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, the yoga biz. Getting mad at. Oh my god! I didn't even see that. <laughs> Back to the chat, dude. That is so sick. Your ultra peach uh, thrasher die. Yeah, I got my um, got my lightsaber this week. Nice. Whoa, that uh, shark. I have dark side. I don't understand that yet, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know if I'm dark side, I'm like really on the like furthest towards the light side as possible. Uh, on the dark side. Like, I think everyone's idiots, but I'd rather definitely like have my own Death Star than live in a cave in the desert and spy on children. <laughs> One just sounds better to me. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan's babysitter. Prove me wrong. Or, yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> And well, what an epic show today. We're at uh, 11.59, so it's almost time to uh, get down and bob out with Eclectic Method. Yeah, um, I just want to I... you know, thank everybody for coming. And this uh, we, we, got, we hammered through a bunch of chunks today. We, we, we kind of went full circle, connected a lot of dots. Very, uh, you know, very um, productive show. Oh, don't forget to pick up a membership NFT if you haven't already, but you're interested. They're at uh, membership.nftbookbazaar.com, and they've been moving a little bit, so. Hell Get them on a hat. Dragon it. I'll sell you the pen and sword NFT, maybe an offer. And remember to come back and uh, get your POAPs. Uh, you can just go to the POAP bot anytime. What's great about that is that it saves them for you there, so... You know, if you uh, have to dip out or you forgot to get one, you know, from a show yesterday or whatever for later on today's show, you just go to the old POAP bot, the POAP claim channel and uh, do the little command and it'll give you a list with, you know, a few POAPs if you if you have any kind of in stock from the last few shows. Now Eclectic Method. Woo! Peace, Peace love with you. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Pass the Pen, recorded from the PageDAO Discord on Friday, June 3rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep on listening, head over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats boom bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Through the trenches
is trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kinda running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space, while the wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today when the sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. You chimp Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa? Can you play that one Sci-Fi space where he clowned all the SafeMoon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily, like, 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 That's the best bet. Uh-uh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys. Though? I'm reading all about these wind Guys, turbines. do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can't give you a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys, I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate.